What is going on, G-Gen? I am Spartacus, and uh, I am here with Theater Room Episode 44. Uh, for now, it's just me, but I do uh, anticipate having an extra guest uh, or two into the chat, into the uh, stream, I should say. If you jump into the chat, feel free to let me know uh, what your thoughts are and anything I'm talking about. Uh, I got a bunch of things going. Right now, I actually have a... Um, oh, it's on this side. It's on that side, actually. A um, Just a little Rangers highlight montage, because I felt, felt like I should start off by just uh giving a shout out to my boys in blue red white and blue uh, it was a good season you know it was a kind of a heartbreaking uh, uh end to the season but uh anyone who's a hockey fan no one thought the rangers were actually going to make the playoffs let alone get that far into the playoffs uh they really made uh probably a believer out of a lot of people and uh this was probably the most excited i've been for a rangers team in a long time so uh i just want to shout out to them shout out to the season they got a young group and uh, hopefully we get some good years coming up in our future so that's that's going to be it for now on the uh the hockey talk because i know that's not what anyone signs up for anyway um we got a bunch to talk about so i want to talk about the boys uh we're th four episodes in so far um just kind of my thoughts on the season uh i just as an fyi i'm not a major 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 uh, um knowledgeable not a major major fan of the comics i haven't read them i do plan on reading them at some point but my whole basis is basically just coming off of the tv show i'm going off of that alone and uh i'll give my thoughts on that in a little bit um also obi-wan episode uh, four was out we have two more episodes left and uh again i'll give my thoughts on it i'll quickly say right now i'm absolutely in love with the show i think it's excellent um i hear a lot of kind of mixed things about it from different people I talk to, but you know, everyone's allowed their own opinion. Um, I'll kind of go through the reasons why I love this so much. And then one of the major things that I wanted to kind of go over today, and I, I kind of talked about it live with uh, Scythex, is the Xbox and, and Bethesda game showcase. Excuse me, that happened this past Sunday uh, in the afternoon. They announced a ton of games, and I won't go through all of them, but some of the major ones that I'm excited for. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I felt like uh, it's kind of worth going a little more in-depth with some of the games. We've had some more information on some of those games released. So I figured why not just kind of go through that also. Um, if you, Before I jump into all that stuff, you can see our social media handles all, all across the bottom here. Just uh, scrolling. Uh, we're all over the place. TikTok, GGen. I'm sorry, TikTok, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, t uh, what am I missing? Snapchat, Instagram. Uh, if you don't, you can generally find us at GGE Network on all the platforms. Um, most of our announcements start off on Facebook. Uh, we get a lot of a lot of uh, kind of quick shorts and videos on TikTok. They go out to all the socials. If you like this kind of stuff, like and subscribe. We're co constantly planning new things. We have giveaways we want to do, tournaments we want to set up. You know, eventually some live get-togethers. You know, it's so got a lot kind of planned. Um, you can see the logos on the top here. These are actually uh, all like the founding members of the group. And, uh, you know, we have, we're got hundreds and hundreds of people in each of our spots. So, you know, join us. Um, we're on Discord as well. And, you know, you keep an eye out for Call of Duty games, some retro gaming uh, videos. We have this this podcast is every Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. And then we also have uh, ScytheX does a multiversal podcast focused more, mostly on games um, every other week on the weekend. So keep an eye out for that stuff. Buttersworth, what's up, my man? Thanks for jumping in. Uh, it's good timing because I kind of just went over the recap of what I'm going to be uh, talking about today. And uh, I guess we can kind of get into it. Um, before we get into it, though, let me know, Buttersworth, if you're a Ranger fan. I already did my little shout-out to the team 
Uh, it was a good season for them. It was kind of a heartbreaking uh, uh, end to this season. It got me in the feels, but you know I'm a diehard Ranger fan since I'm a kid, so <clears throat> I couldn't help but get excited and kind of think, you know, maybe this could be it. Um, but let's get into it. So let's just start off real quick. We're gonna start off with the boys. Uh, the boys episode four. So if you're not caught up, I'm gonna go into spoilers. We have four episodes for season four or season three, I should say. And uh, I'm loving it. This is uh, just slowly becoming one of my favorite superhero shows. I like the idea, after all the superhero stuff we have, of having a superhero property that kind of parodies the whole superhero genre and that really makes you think to yourself, uh, you know, what if these are not good people? And uh, this show, nothing does it better than this show, in particular Anthony Starr as Homelander, is kind of putting on a clinic. Everything else is cool, but in this past episode in particular... Uh, some of my favorite moments. There's a moment in the comic books. Um, I think it was Huey's first kill where he accidentally punches a hole through someone's uh, dick. So they don't exactly do that in this episode. He punches a hole through someone's chest, but it's kind of the homage to it because his first kill on the show, he wasn't super powered. Um, for anyone who's questioning why he's super powered, it's because they developed a uh, serum that gives you tw- powers for 24 hours. And him and uh, Butcher are basically taking advantage of that to kind of even the playing field. It was such a funny moment to see him, you know, utilize his powers for the first time, disappear. I like the little joke about his clothes not disappearing with them, so he was naked and not realizing it. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, I think it is interesting to see how happy he was uh, using those powers because that was, uh, you know, it's just not his character, at least the character they've shown us so far. Um, and just for the record, he's still nowhere near on par with Homelander, but I think that's where uh, Soldier Boy comes into play. So it seems like... I, I, now, again, I don't know the comic books. This is all kind of new to me. I'm just kind of going off the show. It seems like Soldier Boy not only has the, the Havoc um, laser beam coming out of his chest, but he also has this some, some his ability to, his special power, essentially, it almost seems like it negates the special powers of other people, of other superheroes. Um, and you see that kind of at the end of the episode when he uh, shoots Kamiko, and she doesn't heal like she does earlier in the episode when she gets shot. So it almost seems like he not only is powerful and strong, and I guess he's the weapon that can kill Homelander, but because he, he subdues the, the their special powers and they can't heal from it. Um, curious to see how that plays out. He looked cool. Soldier Boy is basically uh, the 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 um, the boy's version of Captain America. Obviously, everyone in this world is uh, more fucked up than uh, anyone in the Marvel universe, and. Uh, I'm kind of curious to see where this goes. It's only episode four. We have, I think, five episodes five episodes left or maybe four more episodes. It's not the longest season ever. <coughs> but uh, so far, it's been great. It's been funny. Uh, you kind of knew the moment Kimiko and Frenchie were having that little heart-to-heart about running away after the mission was over that something was not going to end well. Um, she's still not dead. It's uh, I should kind of make it very clear. She was struggling opening her eyes, but she didn't die. So who knows? Buttersworth, have you watched The Boys? Because it's fantastic. The Boys is an excellent, excellent show. It's very funny to watch. Uh, It looks like I'm dropping some frames here, and I'm not really sure why, so I'll have to look into that whenever I uh, get a chance. Uh, Hopefully it doesn't look too bad for you guys. Hopefully you guys can hear me. Uh, I don't really have much on uh, streaming right now, so there's no computing power, so I'm not sure why I'm having struggles here. Uh, Let's see. Let's do that figure that out but anyway so yeah if you uh if you haven't watched the boys i highly recommend it it's essentially the uh 
uh, a parody of Justice League. It's, it's, it basically tells you what... It's basically what's happening in real life, just we don't know if the heroes are mean. It's essentially what if superheroes are owned by a corporation and are uh, basically sold to the public through movies and music and all kinds of licensing deals. You know, And uh, the big, the major, major moment in this episode was Homelander essentially taking over the company that owns him, which was Vaught Entertainment. And uh, yeah, it looks like I'm dropping frames for some reason. Why am I dropping frames? I apologize uh, for people watching and listening. I don't know what the heck is going on. But this show wouldn't be this show unless we had some issues with uh, some technical issues. (coughs) Um, So that's the boys. Uh, Now I want to go into more depth about Obi-Wan. Because Obi-Wan is really... I'm a Star Wars fanatic, if you can't tell from all the Star Wars stuff behind me. Star Wars is my... My jam, essentially, I've, been, I've loved it as a kid. I've been a fanatic as a kid. I'm absolutely in love with Obi-Wan. In my opinion, it's the best Star Wars show we've gotten on Disney Plus so far. Um, Mandalorian is up there, for sure, as a brand new property. But Obi-Wan is kind of what I was expecting when Disney said that they were going to release kind of original shows and, and kind of fill in gaps and all that stuff. You know, this is a, a section of Star Wars uh, canon that we have not seen before, we haven't heard about before. We all we knew was that Obi Wan lived on Tatooine, uh, in hiding for twenty years. So it's nice to actually get some some kind of a um, canon story about what happened during that time. I like the idea. People are not liking the idea of Leia being in the show, but I don't know why it bothers people so much. It makes sense. I mean, what's Luke doing? He's just playing with spaceships and, and living with Uncle Owen. So um, no reason why we have to follow him the whole time. Yeah, it's because I'm a Rangers fan. Maybe that's why I'm dropping uh, uh, frames. Um, I, in this last episode of Obi Wan, I don't know how ma- how much of uh, anyone who watched knows, but we've they basically I, one of the reasons why I'm loving the show so much is because they're borrowing elements from some of the my favorite Star Wars properties. So there's the scene where Obi Wan is in that uh, torture room and lights go out. He ignites his lightsaber, takes out a stormtrooper, then turns it off and goes back into stealth mode. It's it's that's a ripped straight from one of the cinematic trailers from uh, Knights. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, um, The Force Unleashed, where uh, Star Killer does the same exact thing to a whole bunch of stormtroopers. There's the entire Inquis- uh, Fortress Inquisitorious is basically the first time we saw that was in Jedi Fallen Order. Um, <coughs> Excuse me, for me on PlayStation, um, even like you know the way Obi Wan was running from the Inquisitors and you know essentially using shattering the glass to let the ocean essentially save his life. Same thing from that game. Everything about Darth Vader, I love. I did hear a lot of people are complaining that the show is not about Darth Vader, but they never said the show was going to be about Darth Vader. It was about Obi Wan, and you know Darth Vader is obviously a big part of his story. So I think the show is doing a great job of kind of just showing this lingering presence of Darth Vader kind of bothering Obi-Wan, him feeling like he failed him and let him down. And it's just it's just amazing. Um, one of the other complaints I keep reading about is that Disney forgot or, for, or doesn't know how lightsabers work in reference to the fact that he slices at a stormtrooper and just kind of sparks fly. And he, instead of slicing his arm off or his head off, he just kind of cuts him and knocks him down. But, you know, I t- tell you to go back and watch the, the originals. And uh, not every lightsaber swipe went through somebody. Sometimes they did, sometimes they didn't. I don't know. Um, I feel people are just looking for reasons to be mad and angry. But honestly, just sit back and enjoy the show. I, I just don't understand why we can't just enjoy what we're getting. We're living at a time where we're getting 
tons of properties in Star Wars and Marvel. We're getting TV shows and movies. Because of COVID, we're getting all these things at a pretty rapid rate. Every few months, it's a new thing. <coughs> Excuse me. I, you know, I don't understand. Stop being angry and just enjoy it. Enjoy the stories that were being told. I mean, you don't have to agree with everything they do, but let's stop hating on them for sure. Uh, now, just keep in mind, we only have two episodes of Obi-Wan. So two episodes left, I should say. We obviously know in the next episode, the tracker is going to come into play. I don't know if that means that Darth Vader is going to find Obi-Wan or if it's going to be Reva that finds Obi-Wan. And I don't know if they're going to get back to Alderaan, but uh, we are pretty much promised one more meeting with Darth Vader and Obi-Wan. I don't know how Obi-Wan is going to survive that and go back into hiding somehow. Um, that's kind of left up to the, the storytellers to tell us. But uh, there's, a, there's just another major moment that we have to look forward to. Buttersworth, I agree, man. Obi-Wan is a fant- is so fantastic right now. I'm loving it. I do think this is one of the first Star Wars shows and even Marvel shows, if I'm being honest, where the pacing has been pretty consistent the whole time. It doesn't feel slow at all. It almost feels like it's going too fast. And I feel like we could use maybe one, one more episode to just kind of slow things down a bit. <coughs> I still don't get why I am losing frames. It's very frustrating. There's something I can do about it now. Um, before we get into the showcase, I actually, one more thing I forgot to talk about was the Miss Marvel, uh, episode one. So that was Miss Marvel came out this week. It premiered. Let's put on a little uh, trailer for you guys. And, uh, I got the chance to check it out. It's, you know, it's okay. It's only episode one. I don't think it's as bad as a lot of other people tried to say it is. Um, you know, it's very Definitely high schoolish, very childish. To me, it felt a lot like Spider-Man Homecoming, just without the superhero Iron Man, Spider-Man stuff. Um, again, though, this is only episode one, so you know we haven't met the the main villain yet, and we, you know, haven't just seen like uh, where all the budget went. Um, I personally don't know the character at all from the comics. I've heard of her, but besides the Avengers video game, I have no, and even like the Lego Marvel games, I have no um, kind of connection to the character. I really don't like the stretchy powers, even for Mr. Fantastic. I know they're a part of his character, but I'm not a fan of those, so I'm more than okay with them changing those powers. I didn't hate the way it looked for her. <coughs> Excuse me. I didn't hate the way it looked when she reached out to save that girl in the uh, Avengers Con. Um, I like the way her costume looks. I think the powers look pretty cool. You know, this connection to like the cosmic world uh, clearly is going to kind of push her to Captain Marvel, which we all know this show is going to lead into the sequel for Captain Marvel. Um, so I don't think it was bad. But it's worth the, I agree. I think there should be two more. At least, this should be more of Obi-Wan, you know. But from what I understand, the show's doing so well for Obi-Wan that uh, they actually want to add another season of some sort. I don't know how that's going to work, but I guess we'll wait until they make that announcement. I am curious to see if we're going to get in this Marvel any uh, cameos of any type. Um, I kind of hope we don't. You know, to me, it's like it, it almost... Not everything needs to cameo or tie into another show. We know it's going to tie into uh, the the Captain Marvel movie. So, you know, we don't really need the cameo in the show. Let's just kind of focus on this one character. Um, after this show, we are getting uh, Thor, Love and Thunder, comes out in July. And then it's it's She-Hulk. So, you know, I'm of the, of the mindset of, like, you know, the more the merrier. Just keep releasing it and I'll be good with it. And now... Uh, Kind of the main attraction I wanted to talk about, the Xbox and Bethesda Games Showcase. 
So they announced a lot of stuff. Um, I don't have to go through all of it, but I am going to go through some of it. Uh, first is this arcane uh, uh, first-person shooter game. It's basically um, feels like Left 4 Dead, but it's an open-world single-player FPS uh, with vampires and I'm assuming other creatures. You know, a big variety of weapons, fast-paced action. It looks all right. You know, I, I'm not. I, I wouldn't say that I don't like first-person shooters. I'm a big fan of immersive first-person shooters like uh, Cyberpunk, Elder Scrolls, Fallout. Um, this looks like it kind of has that potential to be one of those. Obviously, Half-Life, Half-Life 2, big, those are big time. Um, the graphics look good. This is an Xbox exclusive, or at least, a, I'm sorry, a console launch exclusive. Um, that probably means it'll be on PC if you have a strong enough PC for it, and that eventually it will come out for uh, uh, all the other systems. Um, but just kind of scrolling through that real quick. The, the big game that I really wanted... I'm I'm just gonna say right now. By the way, a Resident Evil Four remake is coming. I hate that they're doing Resident Evil Four. I want them to do Call uh, Code Veronica. Re, you know, Resident Evil Four is not my favorite Resident Evil, but I mean, there's nothing I could do about it. I guess. Um, I just skipped a game that I wanted to get into. This one here. So this is uh, um, is it Forlorn? No, it's not Forlorn. Flintlock. That's what it's called. This game to me was the one game that wowed the crap out of me. It's a it's a kind of like a God of War style, I don't know, Assassin's Creed. I'm not even sure how you Oh no, this isn't it. This is Plague Tale. Let's get to that one. I want to see Flintlock cuz that game looks good. Obviously, uh, we got we got Halo. Scorn looks Oh, there it is right there. Boom. Did I go too fast? Oh, we got we got someone joining us. Hold on one sec. I'm here, baby. Get me in. Tag me in, coach. Oh, man. Turn your phone sideways. I can do that. There we go. Look how beautiful that looks. What's up, brother? Playback. What's up, Captain? What's going Dude, on, man? Sorry I'm running a little bit late, man. I had a uh, – you obviously know that I, I work with kids for a living, and I, I, I coach. And uh, my seventh, eighth grade team tonight won the world – Series baby, because oh. that's what the captain does. <laughs> so, what, uh, seventh, eighth grade, you said? Seventh, eighth grade boys, man. I came home. I got a nice high noon here. Peach, the wifey made me a little, little flat bread, buffalo chicken. I got the positive vibes rolling in. But, dude, what topic are we on? Talk to me, bro. Well, I'm excited right. to be here. We're going to start off. We're going to start off. Let's go back to the beginning. I basically uh, said my piece on a lot of stuff. So let's uh, let's right. start off with uh, the boys. Are you caught up on the oh, I'm Am I caught? Bro, does a bear shit in the woods? Of course I'm caught up. So, what, so what did you think of the last episode? I, I'm personally just loving the shit out of it. I think the whole show is fantastic. I, I love every moment of it. The reason why people are cynical about it is because they feel it has to be crazy action, action, action all the time in order to catch their attention. Because up to now, let's be serious, everything's been so over the top. Every scene, we're like, whoa, right? Right, right. So when you have a more, more of an episode that's explaining or takes a, a twist that maybe somebody doesn't like, but people, what people don't get, though, I don't know your view on this, man, but... This to me is leading to a nice little soldier boy homelander face off, bro. Showdown. Showdown with them two and then Huey with some superpowers too. I don't know how he's gonna hold his own against those two, but that's gonna be a battle. That's gonna be a battle. I like Soldier Boy's little new power with his little laser coming out of his chest. 
you know? Yeah. I just feel like he's missing a little, like, he should have made a sound kind of like, as he shot it out. I feel like that would really sell it. I mean, I thought we were getting another penis scene there, no doubt about it. Um, well, what I'm looking forward to is uh, episode six is called Herogasm. Now, I don't know the comics, but from what I understand, that's essentially a company, a company-sponsored giant orgy between every hero that's under their umbrella and some shit goes down. They pay people to just keep your mouth shut and let anything go. So uh, that's episode six. We got a couple episodes left, two more episodes for that. But that's wow. going to be nuts. That's going to be nuts. And yeah. I don't even know what they're going to do in the show with that. I mean, listen, there's a lot. Um, the show is just taking on a roller coaster to begin with. I, I got to be honest. I, I, I binge watched the first season. My daughter was about three months old, four months old. I'm holding her in my arms. So, you know, I see this superhero show. I turn it on right off the rip. Boom, bro. You get you get just a, a girl who is disintegrated. Yeah. Right. So by a train ran right through her. And I'm like, this is some vulgar stuff. I got to really tune in here. Yeah. Um. You know, so right then and there, I, I mean, it's it's taken us through a roller coaster. The show in general, in general, in my opinion, is a true, true feel of what it would be like if there were superheroes with us, real life yeah. superheroes. It really is, you know, would they be good people? Would they abuse their powers? Would they be political? Would they, you know, uh, whatever, would they use it for money or, you know, fame? Right. It's so cool. Um, you know, so this past episode, I can appreciate taking a step back. I have to tell you, one thing I didn't like was Huey taking powers. I didn't like that. Yeah, I'm torn on that. I'm torn. I'm not even torn on him using the powers. I get him being so angry and wanting to use the powers. But the fact that he, like, enjoyed it so much is kind of, like, against his character a little bit. That's not that's, exactly. not, the, that's not the Huey that we saw this entire show, you know. I understand uh, Butcher doing it, but Huey doing it and then like kind of looking at his arm like, oh, damn, I, I want more of this is like, eh. I don't know if they really showed us that uh, he's that hungry to be not the, to be the bully, you know, but uh, is it is that is that their way of indicating like even the most pure, you know, the most pure heart can be tainted with bad or or evil or whatever it is because huey to us right think about this like no matter what huey's been that like you know steady meaning like always do it the right way i don't want to do it this way i'm not with butcher like f you i I don't want to do it this way and it was like like human nature right how far will one be pushed until that's it, right? So even when you're the best of people, can it, you know? Does everybody have a certain point? Um, so maybe that's what they're trying to do. I that get makes it. Sense. I, just, I just wish. Uh, and listen, they always continue to surprise me. I thought that um, with uh, what was the, the 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 new guy's name? The sound guy. Uh, uh, the sound. What was guy? his name? Yeah, the, the the one that had his face blown off oh. by Homeland. I don't even remember. He was he wasn't here long enough. I don't even remember what his name was. Yeah, and, and you know we had a thing. Starlight's X. You know, what? Starlight's X. Yeah. So, so we had yeah. a thing with her. Blah blah blah. I thought for sure it was going to end up being like he was either a rat or had a thing. Right. It ended up being like A Train, still a rat. Um, 
that was a surprising you know, turn actually i thought a train was turning on homelander i did not expect that that's what i mean the show always the show always finds a way to have you saying damn bro i really thought i had this one yeah you know yeah. um so super cool man i mean overall listen not the most exciting season i'd have to say season two was yeah Season two was very, very intense the entire time. I think we're going to get to that level of intensity, like you said, later on when Soldier Boy, obviously at some point the boys are going to recruit him to their side and the goal is to kill Homelander. So as we get to that, I think it's going to be more intense. Real quick, Buttersworth says, uh, first he says, holy hell, he lives. So he's excited to see you. And then he says uh, it that the boys reminds him of a deadlier version of the Watchmen, which is basically what it is. I mean, that's that's an accurate uh, uh, description. By the way, Watchmen, uh, not as sadistic, right? Not right. to get too off topic with Watchmen, but you were talking about a, essentially a celestial right. on Earth. And, you know, he was there to, like, figure things out and cure things and do this. And it was almost like what happens when he becomes everything, right. you know? Right. This one... You saw, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe you won't even agree, but with Homelander, you were, they had you feeling as though somehow the mightiest God of them all was going to be humbled. And then to see like that complete turn and, and what's her name? Um, is it, is it Kimberly? I forgot whatever Vicky. her name was that Vicky, Vicky, Vicky mm-hmm. that, that turned that, you know. It was, you were like, wow, man, she really, like, dude, this is crazy. I'm actually surprised that, uh, uh, what's that? I don't remember the the, the uh, character's name, but Giancarlo Esposito, Gus from uh, Breaking Bad. I'm surprised yeah. he made it out of that room alive at the end. I really thought Homelander was going to laser the shit out of him. And just, I like this idea. So, like, I'm a big fan. You've played the Injustice video games. I remember you streamed some of that game. The idea of Superman just kind of going bad and just kind of taking over. I liked that storyline so much for that character, and uh, I've been wanting to see that in like live action. And this is basically what we're getting: we're getting Homelander, who is, you know, the boys' version of Superman, just basically wow. saying like, "Yeah, who's gonna stop me?" So I'm gonna do whatever the hell I want. I like. I think the actor who's Anthony Starr, who's playing a Homelander, is fucking killing it this this season. He's just Unreal. doing such a good job. He's so creepy, and like a, and not not in a um, scary way, as in the sense of like. Of like uh, he's gonna give you nightmares, just like a nervous way, because you never know what he's gonna do next, and that's just that's just phenomenal the, vibe, the way he's doing it, bro. You hit the nail on the head. The vibes I get from him are uh, can snap at any moment, <sighs> right? For any reason, molester, like he'll touch people un- inappropriately, right? <laughs> uh, like I get these cr- like. I really you know, love when, the way he's fucking with people, though. I love how he, when he made the deep eat his friend, the octopus. Well, let's can we just talk about the deep real quick when he's banging that chick, looking at the octopus, and basically being like, "Yeah, you're gonna wrap me in your tentacles." Like, bro, that was that had me cracking up. But the fact that he made him eat him, the fact you know him like kind of, I, I will give you got to give Huey credit. Without superpowers, Homelander was busting his balls, make, embarrassing him, and he stepped to him like he was gonna do something. I love Homelander's little like, "Oh, oh look at this! You're gonna, you're, yeah, 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 you're gonna hit me." Ooh. I, it's just it's a good show. I'm I'm really right now. I'm enjoying the season. I agree with you though. Season two, I think, from the beginning was pretty much just intense. You just didn't know what was going to happen, who was going to make it. So I'm a that, big I'm a big fan. That scene in season two, 
where Homelander goes nuts and lasers the entire crowd oh. and kills everybody in the crowd. And then he snaps to and you realize he was daydreaming. I remember, yeah. and, oh, man, that scene was excellent. And I really I was like, oh, my God. And then at, towards the end where the, they're, they like explode the whale on the beach. <laughs> yeah. There was so, so like, like I said, there was so. And, and I think that's the genius of this show. It's not a Rob Zombie uh, it's not a Rob Zombie vehicle where it's push the envelope on how gory and how right. far you can push it. It's a, we're going to make this graphic. There's also going to be a great story. There's going to be love. There's going to be mystery. There's going to be twists. There's going to be so many different variables and everyone plays an important part, right? So we we didn't see Maeve and all of a sudden there's right. Maeve. Right. We didn't, and she even said, she think, you know, I, I like you guys know what I want you to know, yeah, right? That, that was a cool scene. You, you thought she was like some drunken whatever, and you know, and it's like, and deep coming back and being sort of exiled, and now like Homelander realized, hey, I don't have a purpose for this guy, but it's either this guy or someone else's guy, right. so I'm gonna pick my guy, right? Right? Um, there's so many little nuances to this that. So many layers that makes it special, man. So I, I'm hoping they continue to do that. I'm hoping they they don't. Once the moment I can guess something, I think I'll lose interest in it. And I think that's what's really held me captive, man. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, no, because they, they've done an excellent job with that. I, I might. So my theory for the end of this season is that they're going to it's going to be Homelander, not just versus Soldier Boy, but we're going to get like everyone in the seven against Homelander as much as a train is on his side and trying to fight his way back to his good graces. I think he's going to push him too much. And by the end of it, it's going to be the deep starlight, you know, uh, Maeve, uh, whoever else, uh, soldier boy, maybe black noir, all fighting Homelander. But, you know, I also don't know if they have the budget for that because it is a TV show. And it's not a movie. I mean, if they were, if this was leading to like a, the boys movie, then I could see that being like the end game of end games, you know, full blown Homelander just losing his shit would be amazing, but it would, you know, you know where I think they're going with this. I think that it's going to be Homelander facing them, and I think Homelander's son is gonna is gonna come to Homelander's rescue. Ooh, that's. I good. think that scene. I think that scene with Butcher. I think it. You know, it like it gets to the point where you know somehow whatever he gets a little older and he comes to his rescue and he has the same powers and you know that would be now so that would be a phenomenal way to end it. Just to make me kind of go like, what the hell is going to happen now? If like his son is like, you know what, Butcher, you you were mean to me. Screw you. You're not here for me. So he actually wanted to help me. That could be. Yeah. That would be. Good. And it's like, that would be good. And like, you know, he he shows up, and just like Homelander when when he ended up coming to Butcher's house, and Homelander says, you know, don't you want to just see what happens, me versus you? Yeah. You know, and Butcher's like, that's exactly what the f I want, right? Yeah. And I feel like he takes the serum. They go head to head. Finally, there's a big war, and all of a sudden, the kid shows up, and Butcher's like, "Oh, that got me excited." You know, so I was telling the wife that because you know that they they locked in season four. Yeah, so, I just saw they just announced season four is on the way. Yeah, so season four is on the way. So obviously, they're, we're not going to get the coup de grace this year. Right. We know we're going to get something built up, but it's uh, there's very few shows that uh that really 
shows, you know, not movies, but it's like, right. you're like, man, this is, dude, this has got all the vibes, bro. The boys, it's this got is, the vibes. Yeah, this is one of them. This is one yep. of them. Now, for me, another show, a segue into the next uh, uh, show, is Obi-Wan. Are you caught up on Obi-Wan now? Absolutely. So what are your so for me I'm loving 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 the show I have, I really have no complaints and I said earlier uh, in the episode in this episode that one of the reasons I'm loving it is because they're borrowing the best moments from some of the my favorite Star Wars video games and bringing them into the show like Obi Wan kind of going in stealth mode in, in the torture room and igniting the lightsaber taking out a stormtrooper turning it off and then he's gone again. Like that was an amazing scene. The whole nope. the whole thing with the uh, being underwater and releasing the ocean to help him get out of the the fortress, amazing scene. I like the whole dynamic with the Darth Vader and the Inquisitors. Like I'm just loving everything about it. I'm a, such a huge fan of the show. What do you think? What are your thoughts on the show? So I agree. Um, I, I'll tell you that what I don't like is the Inquisitors, and I'll tell you why I don't like them. So everybody knows this is well known. In the Jedi universe, there is never more than a Sith Lord and one apprentice. Never more, right. nothing more, nothing less. Always. It's a matter of fact. And the fact that there's good Jedis that are Inquisitors, that are Sith Jedis, but not, bothers me a lot. Because I'm like, th that to me is a stretch. I like the fact that there's like essentially bounty hunters, right? right. I, I do like the fact that there's that aspect. I think that's cool when they're tracking them down and whatever. Uh, I love the fact that where it started from, Order 66, we see it. They're following through. They're tracking them down. I don't even mind the defector, defector aspect. Right, right. But the fact that you have other Jedis now as Siths, it leads me to believe that that's whether or not it follows a storyline, a comic, it, it deviates from the core of Star Wars, which we've seen all along. Well, it's been Palpatine and Maul. Right. Palpatine and who is the, the Dooku. older guy? Dooku. And Dooku. You know, uh, uh, and then you're going, you know, Palpatine and, and Darth Vader, right? Right. You're always getting two and i just don't like the deviation from that and they're trying to me they're trying to make it so they're not actual sits <laughs> but bro they have a red lightsaber right. with force powers well, so this is where this is where being a star wars fanatic i am i have i, I had this is where i come in so you know the history of star wars and the history of the sith in particular is that there used to be you played knights of the republic so there sure. used to be, you know, thousands of Sith and thousands of Jedi, and they went to war and all that kind of nonsense. Then it was the rule of two, right? That's what you're talking about. Always one, the master, the apprentice. That's it. But the whole idea behind being a Sith is that you want more power, and the only way to become all powerful is to take out the person above you. And in order to do that, you're always going to need help. So I take it as the Inquisitors are essentially Darth Vader's way of grooming his next apprentice. But, you know, the, the loophole is that they're not Sith. They're just Inquisitors. They only know some of the Force. We're not giving them all the Force. I'm not teaching them everything I know. So I, I don't mind it. I, I understand what you're saying, but I think one thing the show is doing well is explaining why this rule of two is in place. 
because you have we've seen what four inquisitors in the show across the games and the, five, and the cartoons five, five inquisitors five. yes right so the grand inquisitor and then the other four and then there's there's four there's five brothers the fifth brother and you know right the well across the games and the show we've seen a couple other inquisitors the one thing they all have in common is that they keep failing at their job of capturing and taking down jedi because all they're worried about is making each other look bad and trying to become the the grand inquisitor and answer to Correct. vader that's the one thing the show as far as the inquisitors are concerned is nailing we're seeing exactly why you can't have so many sith and you know to your point I, the idea of twisting a Jedi's mind so much that he becomes Sith, you know, is fine, but it's not a long-term solution because clearly they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They just keep they keep fighting amongst themselves, and they're never going to catch anybody. The fear, no. though, is that if they fuck up so many times that you're going to make them look stupid, and then they're not a threat anymore. You know what I mean? And I guess, you know, when you have Vader in the show, the Inquisitor's never going to be, really be a threat because he's just the ultimate badass anyway, um, which they, yeah. they've shown us as it is. I mean... But yeah, I'm not complaining. I mean, it doesn't bother me so much. I mean, listen, uh, Rogue One, which may have been the best Star Wars movie ever. Thank um, you. Thank you. Someone else. And said. I, I, you know that that last scene where they're trying to get the drive off the ship, and you see him killing all the guys and coming through the door, and he's my favorite. And he's that 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 scene was a massacre. Um, One of my favorite scenes know, of any Star Wars anything because it's just oh, it's just so good. It's just peak, yeah, peak Vader. It's exactly what I always want. Absolutely. You know, and I think this show, I think what they do well is they, the vision that they have for Vader, even when he faces Obi-Wan in episode three, um, you can see the camera angle because Vader's not taller than Obi-Wan, but they make him feel in that, that he's so much physically superior. Right. Right. He's taller. He's stronger. You know, um, it's listen, I, I think it happened a little too fast for me. That episode. I understand that. Yep. I, agree. I, I, I wish they would have held off to like the fifth episode, you know? Yeah. They, um, the show, but, the pacing is very fast. I mean, very. they're flying through story right now. So we only have two more episodes and it's over. And I yeah. kind of agree. They should have, you know, like slow it down. A little, give me been, another episode. Leia's been captured. She's found. She's captured. She's found. She's ca like you know. It's she didn't believe him in the same episode. She found out she believed him. <laughs> right. They're they're not they're not leaving us. And maybe there's a reason because I happen to think the writing's been very good. So right, I'm not right. going to say, oh, they're they're failing. No, no, no. I uh, my um I'm splitting hairs. Right. Like I'm right. Um, we're nitpicking. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm, we're I'm sitting around the 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 writing, the cinematics of it, the the theatrics, the acting. Love them. Um, listen, Obi-Wan was never a favorite character of mine okay. personally. And I know he was for many a favorite character. Oh, yeah. I can tell you that this show has reminded me just how crucial he was to the Star Wars right. universe. Meaning, you know, not only did he train Darth, the eventual Darth Vader, and bringing balance to the force. Right. Right. He was essentially right under Yoda and, and, uh, and Windu. And we thought it was, we thought it was Qui-Gon Jinn, but it's not. Right. And the whole time now you see how much was really centered upon him keeping 
the Skywalkers alive. Right. Um, it's very cool. It's a, it's good to see that they drop the armor a little bit in the whole like the force is with you sort of thing and let him to believe that like he strayed away for a little bit. Right. He didn't believe it right. anymore. He came back. Now I'm interested to see how he becomes strong again. Right. Um, well, that's one thing they've done well. I feel like when you watch the – I've watched this last episode a couple of times now. And what I, one thing I really like is that we see him in episode one kind of – no force at all. He's just walking around. He's an old man, whatever. Episode two, he's struggling to use the force. It took a lot of effort to catch Leia. And then in this episode, you kind of see little glimpses when he's using the lightsaber of like his fighting style. Like he does, a, he does like a little move, a little flourish, and he's back in like it's almost like, like the rust is starting to wear off and he's starting to get that muscle memory back. So I think yep. they've done a phenomenal job, not just saying it, but showing that slowly but surely he's reconnecting. And my guess is by the end of this season, they're talking about the show doing so well that they might do a second season of Obi-Wan. I don't think the show needs a second season. We'll see how it ends. But it's that's just more of him, I guess, reconnecting with the Force and, you know, I don't know, going on some sort of adventure to save uh, maybe maybe Luke at some point. You know, I don't know how it's going to end because we do know he's going to have another showdown with Vader. And we know that he's supposed to survive that showdown get back to Tatooine in a way where Vader doesn't even know he's there and then hide again for the next 10 years. So, you know, I don't really know what they're going to do. Again, it's another show that's kind of got me guessing. I have zero idea how it's going to end. Um, yeah. the, the one negative I will say, though, is we know who survives. You know, where, where's the tension? You know, Leia, we know, survives. We know Luke survives. We know Obi-Wan survives. We know Obi uh, Vader survives. I guess the Inquisitors are supposed to be the ones that we're questioning. But, I mean, do we care if they survive? I guess that's up to everyone else's own opinion, but I personally don't give a shit. I want to see them all die, and I want to see Vader do it. I don't even want to see Obi-Wan do it. I want to see Vader go nuts and just destroy everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, listen, I, honest, I, I, you know me, man. I, I, I would love to disagree. That's part of my yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. I, I just, I really, um, I'm not going to disagree to disagree. It's, 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 it's so hard. I don't even think people understand this. When they bitch and complain about about something being not what they thought it was, do they have any idea how hard it is to write a show when no. everyone already knows the outcome? No. We know the outcome. Right. And they wrote a show that we still love. Right. right. You're, you have no idea how <sighs> difficult it is right. to say, okay, by the way, everyone knows the entire storyline. Right. We, we know so much. We know eventually Vader gets Obi-Wan, he becomes part of the Force. You know, we, 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 we know this. And yet they still captivate us by putting a show together and having us say, wow, what did he do during this span? This is wild, right? right. So so it's they completely plucked it out of the universe, and I couldn't love it more. And by the way, I, I, I have to say, it's off topic, and we're not. I know we're not going to get into it, but... Marvel really, Marvel kind of messed me up with these shows. And why I say that is... This is good. Actually, you know what? This is a good topic because we don't... The Xbox Showcase doesn't need to be discussed. I already discussed it. This is an interesting This is an interesting uh, uh, comment here. I want Now I want to dive into this. So I, 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 you know, I'm... Obviously, how we're all Marvel guys. We make it right. real apparent on G-Gen we're Marvel guys. Yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. It's Marvel... And DC is pretty much licking the bottom of my boots. Okay. Right. So right. 
Um, that's how we feel about it. Not because we want to, it's because what we've been given. Right. So, um, you know, when I look at, at these TV shows, listen, let's call spade a spade. They did the TV shows because we were in a pandemic right. and they had to give us product to not lose interest in a 14 year dynasty that still had a lot. Remember we had Endgame, and they're trying to stay relevant after. So what do you do? You do shows. Right. Okay. So WandaVision, pretty good. The ending, lackluster. Okay. Right, I agree. Hawkeye. Eh. Okay. Oh, wait You're... a minute. I love Hawkeye, though. Hawkeye was good. In my I'm opinion, sorry. Hawkeye's the best show. I'm sorry, brother. It's... No, no, no. First of all, there's no way with shows you're telling me hawkeye overall is better than moon knight you're not telling oh, me well, that hold on. Well, moon knight i forgot about, all right moon knight's up there hawkeye and moon knight are close so i loved hawkeye i thought hawkeye was excellent it was okay and i thought loki and, was and loki dynamite right loki I, I, I liked i'll give you that one but why was loki dynamite loki was dynamite because of what it opened up right 100 that's 100%. why right like listen tom middleston Great, but if you're telling me I'm watching him for six more hours, okay. But sure. his the storyline because we never saw it; it was fresh. So we're like, wow, we're being introduced to the multiverse. Right. We talked about what we thought about the multiverse at this point, but it was a cool introduction. So we, our minds were like, wow, right? So to me, when now they're doing these shows, and I, I'm I've been sort of. I've been sort of led to believe that two or three of the six episodes of every show that's coming out at this point is going to be good. Two or three are going to be hot yeah, trash. That's and accurate. I'm going to be left at the end saying, did I really need it? Probably not. But I can tell you that Moon Knight, the performance that, uh, what's his name? The main actor. Oscar, I'm not going Oscar to Isaac. Bro. Killed it. Uh, unreal. I, I mean, I was like, I let, I sat there and I'm like, bro, this guy played like four different personalities uh, and it was unbelievable, yeah. you know? So yeah. great. Not sure if they'll even tie it into the regular, the Mar the MCU, but whatever, it's fine. I got a show. Okay. And I didn't feel that went into the show. So now with Star Wars and the boys, you're seeing these shows, these six episode shows, right? Eight episode shows really step up to the plate right. and deliver on another level of something that we're looking for. And we don't have to run to the movies. You and I, we're nerds. We do it anyway. Yeah, yeah we're there, no matter what. We're there on the premieres. Yeah. But, Throw but love and thunder. Really, whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it, it says to us like, hey, you know what? We're not overdoing it. You right, know, right. Um, so it's cool, man. Star Wars. Um, you know, so, you know, what my, my thing is, I, this, so this, here's the problem. Uh, like you said, we're nerds. I'm going to watch all, all the Marvel <laughs> stuff. I'm a big fan of everything about it. I'm still going to go see even the DC shit, even though I'm not a I'm not a fan of what they're giving <laughs> us. The fact that, that Joker 2 is going to be a musical. It's just nuts to me. Um, Waver, dude, uh, uh, disclaimer. I think Lady Gaga is a smoke show, bro. My wife doesn't understand how no one on earth. No, I think she, I think she's gorgeous, and I think she's a great um, choice for Harley Quinn, bro. Un, but I, when I saw she was Harley Quinn, I'm like, 
I get two hours. Maybe there's some yeah. nude scene. What do I get here? Like yeah. Lady Gaga is my Lady Gaga. But I, go ahead. I have I have zero problem with her being Harley Quinn. <laughs> I think she probably fits the character more than uh, Margot Robbie does. But the fact that it's going to be a musical and the fact that the movie itself doesn't even need to be ma- even need to be made is annoying. But anyway, I think I think the biggest problem I'm having with Marvel, I've been thinking about this for a while, is that. Mm-hmm. They're sticking Kevin Feige in particular is sticking a little too hard now to this like, you know, we have a long term plan. Just trust us. We have a long everything's gonna tie in, just trust us. Like we were okay with that when we never had that before. Yeah. Now we had it. So I feel like the patience is a little wearing a little thin. And even for me, as much as I, I try to just give him the benefit of the doubt and just like let things play out, even for me, it's like, dude, just just tell us what the point is. Like, like, where are we going? You know what I mean? Like, even we didn't wait this long to find out that Thanos was coming, and yeah. and now, as far as I know, we're not going to even know what the end game is. You know, pun intended, for another I don't know seven years. It's like it would do wonders, I think, for Marvel in general, for the quality of the shows, for the movies, if they just said, "Don't worry, Secret Wars is coming in." 2030 and everything we do right now is building towards that and that would give guys like us and and everyone in g-gen like we'd start watching these movies and start combing through them for hints and details and all stuff now it's all guessing and that that was fun when water vision came out that was fun when loki came out but we're now what two years three years removed from that and and now it's kind of like well what am i looking for like i'm I'm looking for these easter eggs for no reason like you know yeah that's where it's getting a little frustrating i think i i think the uh I think the fact that we're getting the B team right. and we know right. for the next 12 years we're getting the B team, how can we get juiced up about it? Keep in right. mind for the first 14 years, and it's not the A team because really the A team has Wolverine in it. Exactly. Um, we exactly. know that. But right. for us, with what we saw, we're like, bro, Iron Man, Thor, right. Hulk, Captain America, now – and now I'm getting, you know, I'm getting Black Kate, Knight, Kate I'm getting Moon Knight, I'm right. getting Blade, I'm getting Eternals. I'm, okay, so you know, when I'm getting juiced up for Shang-Chi, there's a problem. Right, and, and that's a good point. That's good. I can't, I, that's, I can't even argue with that. That's a good point. And that's, that's, where, that's where the issue is, how can we subscribe? to the B and C team, bro, even further B and C right, right. because truly people don't know the team we got is really the B team. Iron Man's a B character. Right. All of them were Thor, Captain America. The only one who's not a B character is Spider-Man in the MCU, yeah. I should say. And some can argue Hulk. And Hulk. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Hulk. Because Hulk had a big, a big deal in right. the, in the, you know, the infinity wars right. in the comics, but, but you're, you're, you know, if all of this is to introduce X-Men and a new Wolverine and a direction, okay. Uh, you know, and listen, I Tell think us. we got a little bit of that yeah. in in Doctor Strange, right? right? I think we got a little bit of that. Fine. But I think it's a hard sell for people to keep packing feeders when we know we're getting a C team. Right. So, right. so the fact of the matter is, is if I'm going to go watch another one of these – Right, like Thor's coming out, I'm there. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, there. Right. You're telling me, like, even Ant Man, bro. Ah. Well, honestly, if Ant Man didn't have Kang, 
I feel like a uh, lot of people would be like, yeah, I'll, I'll watch but, it on Disney Plus. But now, but he, bro, think about this. Here we are, we, same wavelength. Okay, if we didn't see the phrase "quantum mania," right, right. Come on, bro. And but and that I, that goes to my point. If they said, "Oh, Ant Man 3, and they didn't give us the title, I'd be like, "All right, well, Ant Man Three is coming at some point. I'll see it." But whatever. The fact that they gave us Quantumania, I'm hyped for because I know Kang and they confirmed Kang and all that stuff. This is why I'm saying, like, you know, to your point about Shang Chi, you know, it's a problem when Doctor Strange two. We walked out of the theater like it was all right, and yeah. Shang Chi, who has no bearing on anything as far as we know, we were amped as shit. Even Eternals, we were amped when we left the theater. Like, you, yeah, I just again, if they told us. You know, X Men is coming in 2027, and things we do are leading up to it. We're not going to tell you what we're doing, but things we do are leading up to it. I'd be a lot more excited about a lot of these, a lot of what we're getting. Bro. Same thing with Secret Wars and whatever else it is. I'm patient. I waited 14 years for Endgame. Right. I'm patient because you know what I got in between that? I got great stories. I got characters that I, I wouldn't normally fall in love with. Right. I got. Movies, when I went, I was floored by the cinematics, by the actors they picked. Listen, I think everyone would agree, for the most part, other than Brie, uh, what's her name? Brie Larson. Uh, uh, Brie Larson. Um, because, I, garbage. Um, I think that everyone would agree across the board that what see, they're so good at is casting. Oh, 100%. The right, cast, the casting, and, and the writing—they get to get it down so perfect. So for me, I'm good with waiting. I'm going to see a lot of new characters along the way. I'll learn, but it's a tough sell when when I'm I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, "Here's another B character. Can't wait to watch right. Moon Knight. Right. Here's another B character. Oh, by the way, Blade is super dope. But Blade in the MCU, even though he is, do I need it? Nah, come on, right. bro." I don't need Blade in the Spider-Verse. I don't need, you know, Black Knight. I don't need these guys, dude. I don't need them. Like, you're you're, you're giving me shit that I don't need. Especially and, now that we know that they own the X-Men and they own Fantastic Four. Like, you know, holding on to those characters for however long they plan on holding on to them, I think is a mistake. I, I need the mistake. Russo brothers to lock the F in and give yeah. me a Fantastic Four that's going to knock my socks yeah. off. I need them 100%. to lock in, and I need Wolverine to pop up on the screen. And I don't, ca- bro. I don't care even if Jackman. Like, just give, just give us one of those, one of these characters that we already love. Bring him, bring him into this world. 100%. Yeah, fine. you, you, you do all these crazy cameos. Why can't we have Nightcrawler pop up right. in the wrong universe? Out of something. Right. I, it's Taylor made a- for it. It's Taylor made for it. We already know the multiverse is cracking. We know that there's an incursion happening. Like, just do it. It's not hard. You want a CG. You want a villain. You want a villain. You want someone who's out of control. Timeline rift. Give me a give me a dark phoenix. Oh, I don't even want to go there. They're gonna fuck. Give that me up. a dark phoenix against Scarlet Witch. You want? Can you imagine you wanna, that? Can you imagine if we? Nah, got but that? bro, why? This this is the thing that uh, Scarlet. Everyone knows Scarlet Witch with the snapper of her fingers essentially killed all mutants. Right? We're right. talking about the House of M. All I'm saying is, is why do I have to sit here scratching my balls, waiting for something that's going to tickle my fancy here? I right. don't understand. I'm, I'm, right. I got 14 years of gems. I feel like we took 
three steps forward to take five back. I yeah, don't like, yeah. and, and that's and actually that's accurate. How, that's that's how it feels. And I every movie I was like, man, every single one, even if I wasn't listen, okay, I don't care what anybody says. After Iron Man one, the rest were trashy. Okay. We got Iron Man, but you know what they were great for? The Easter eggs and the cutscenes at the end, and it gave us other characters. We got more of the Avengers uh, initiative. We got more. So we said, you know what? We'll live with this trash because we're getting more. Okay? At the end of the day, who trashy, doesn't like this stuff? Trash is a strong word. I don't know about nah, trashy. Who doesn't? Okay. Listen, so I'll admit that Iron Man 1 in Phase 1 was like here and, you know, Captain America, Thor. Then Iron Man 2 kind of bumps up a little bit. Then Avengers. And then in Phase 2 is when all the characters started to, except for Thor, started to really kind of get in, you know, up there. Yeah. But I, I mean, wouldn't. Thor, I don't know if I would use trash. Listen, I mean, that's a little. Thor two was as bad as it gets. Thor two and, for me is the lowest of the low in the MCU, even lower I've, than Captain Marvel. I've never seen. That's tough. I've never seen. That's a hot take. That's a hot um, take. <laughs> I've never seen a movie rebound Thor two to yeah. Ragnarok. But that makes me scared for Thor: Love and Thunder because I feel like they're leaning so much into the comedy. And like Ragnarok was like an epic movie, so you know it'll be epic. I think I, I have faith, but the trailers don't don't make me as excited as I was going to be, I, as hyped as I was going to be for Thor. I know that we're now we're just sort of like we're here drinking and having a good time at this point. Yeah. But with with the new Thor, now that you went down the rabbit hole with gore, right? Right. Um. First of all, Christian Bale. The effing goat. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm gonna mic. I'm gonna mic drop that. Yeah. Um, do we get a true to life gore storyline? So. Are you familiar with the storyline? Yes. Your verse. Okay. So, yes. And this so, is my so, problem. So, like, like they they took okay. and it's the same thing with Ragnarok. That's such an epic storyline. The end of Asgard and and you know and they put it in one movie and they they did it justice sort of kind of maybe but like. I don't know. I think I think when Thor Ragnarok came out, we were so amped for Endgame, and we were just kind of full blown sprinting towards en- Infinity War and Endgame. That like we overlooked the fact that we just watched Suter like just destroy Asgard, and it wasn't that really big of a deal. Gore, I mean, this guy should be in multiple movies. He's like another Thanos level. He should be taking down gods, and you know, it should be a multi level like or multi movie threat where he's we're finding these gods dead over and over again and multiple people gotta team up to fight him. It's a one movie thing, as far as we know. I mean he's he's like, you know, essentially he's imprisoning gods, he's forcing them to build a god killing bomb. A god right, the end like, all the end all bomb. And he brings his son back, and then the son is what ends up, you know, back calling him like a hypocrite. He's the god right. of hypocrites. And he ends up giving Thor the power to not die from the bomb. And then Thor meets up with his future self and fights right. off whatever. And and people, you know, there's so much to the storyline. And I'm like, I'm going to get that in three hours. Right. Like, I understand that we have to adapt some things to film. But, like, if they said this was, like, Thor, Love and Thunder Part 1 and we knew that it was going to carry over to a sequel, right? like, then maybe. But this is what I'm talking about. It's like, this is... This storyline should be as epic as, you know, Infinity War, Endgame, like, going at it with Thanos. We're getting one movie out of it. And the trailer makes it look more like a comedy than anything else. 
And like, as yeah. much as I'm excited to see it, I'm also kind of like, ooh, uh, there's something about it that I'm just not, I'm not yeah. vibing. I'm not vibing with this yeah. thing right now. Like, not I feel, bro. You know? I feel you. Listen, there. I, I, I don't like when people tap into the well too many times. Right. I think. Right. I think. Um. You know this retro feel, right? I think you got a you got a lot of it in Ragnarok. Right. 100%. I think that you got a lot of it in Guardians of the Galaxy Two. Yes. Um, and we're getting even more in this one with the shirt and the the workout and the blah 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 yeah. the hair whatever you know the, the cool synth. vibes yeah. the, like he's smoking weed chilling out it's a you know it has to be something listen Jane's supposed to be the new she you know she's the the, the goddess of thunder whatever she's supposed to have cancer in the comics every time she turns into her Thor uh, persona it 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 kills her more right. you know it, is that something I don't know dude I, I'm very listen bro. Gore is obviously a good person turned bad, a good a, a good being turned right, bad. Right. Um, and you know it follows suit with all the mythology of people believing in gods and gods not coming back from them. So what do they do? They call in Haiti, right? right. So right. essentially, Gore is the guy who you know his his planet was dying. He, the, his friends and family are dying. There's no food. There's no water. There's no nothing. He prays to the gods. They do nothing, and he loses everything. Right. And then he vows to kill them all. Um, okay, cool. Like, why do we not have a gore movie? I was. And then oh, I was just thinking the same thing. We're on the same page right now. And then we go through. By the way, you know what it's like to be on the same page with any of you guys. It actually kills me internally because. I, I, I don't like any of the points you guys ever make. I want to argue. <laughs> My point is I want to argue. I actually want to tell you that you suck at life. But, bro, the vibes are the it. vibes. Like, sometimes we're, no, sometimes we're, you're just vibing, you know? Nah. I was, we're, literally, we're, I was literally in my head thinking, like, DC wants to make these villain movies. The Joker and Deathstroke and whatever else, Suicide Squad. Marvel could have done that with Gore. You could have given us a whole movie just making us fall in love with this character. You tried to do it with Scarlet Witch, and you know it's it's debatable whether you successfully did it. But you could have legit given us Gore, a whole movie of him, his family enjoying life, struggling, praying to the gods, seeing two gods fight, and one god beg him for help, and him being like this motherfucker, and like then saying by the end of the movie, like Mordo or Mordor or whatever his name is. <coughs> I'm killing all you motherfuckers. And then give us Thor, Love and Thunder. And then I'm a lot more hyped for it because now I know it's a character I respect and I get why he wants to kill everybody. And Thor, who's just, you know, everyone likes bro Thor, going at it. Instead, we, we're going to... I My guess is that the first half hour of this movie is going to be 15 minutes of Thor with the Guardians of the Galaxy and then he leaves. 15 minutes of gore dealing you know struggling it's just kind of quick montage of him struggling with his family you know praying to the gods and that whole thing and then jump right into thor now needs to find a weapon that can kill gore and save some gods and whatever it's almost too obvious that russell crowe is zeus that he's gonna die it's like there's just i don't know i'm not nothing feels that surprising i guess it's up to them to really uh surprise me when the movie comes out okay you know if, yeah if no listen you, you're a hundred percent. I, you know, and I, I think, um, because we got so many cameos at the end of movies 
about Thanos. We knew, because we got so many, we knew how powerful and almighty he is. Right. And then, you know, Infinity Wars was really to show his infinite power right. right right how many of them he fought off how what he did to them you know a whole lot whatever and then you have end game so you realize just you're like wow dude this guy is truly a celestial he's a god right you know he, he's a titan um you're like this is incredible and you know with gore not that gore is uh you know not that gore is Thanos' his strength, but he has the he has the right. the sword. He has a sword, right? and so, he probably has his resolve, which is I think is one of the main things about him that I don't know we're gonna have time to really feel. You know, he yeah. has that that uh that push and motivation to actually do what he says he's gonna do, which you know in one movie is there's just no way they do that justice. I mean, listen, they for sure did not do justice in Doctor Strange two to anything we thought they were. Right. So. I, I got to be honest with you. I'm more, and this is, it, it's crazy to feel this way. Right. I'm more inclined to think they're not going to do it. Yeah. And I, it's really crappy to say that, but dude, I, I, I think, man, I think we're getting to DC territory, bro. Well, I was, just, I, I was, Oh man, man, we were really just, we're just, you know, we're just, I was just going to say now is the time for DC. This is like the perfect time for black Adam to come out because, Marvel, I don't, I can't say they're taking a nosedive because the quality is still good. But if DC is ever going to start to take over and start to kind of give us what we want and impress us with properties and kind of grow into what Marvel was, now's the time to do it because there's definitely a dip in quality in the Marvel side. 100%. You know, the problem with DC, we talked about it, there's zero characters that I'm looking forward to seeing. Right. Even Black Adam. And, I was excited for Black Adam 11 years ago when The Rock announced him. And by the way, can I tell you, um, I don't know what we're... I don't even... Don't even <laughs> let me get into the Black Adam thing. <laughs> that might be, I'm going to have to wait till next week. Uh, bro, because I'm... Dude, I, I don't even know what fucking planet we're on with that trailer. Right. Is this a... Right. Once again, DC always finds a way to F it up. Yeah. You're, it's a Black Adam movie. There's no surprise... I saw five cameos. Bro, <laughs> can I can anything be a surprise? Can I get into Black Adam thinking I'm getting a Black Adam movie and then I can get X I can right. get X Y Z? Right, you didn't have to show us any of the other uh I don't know whatever they call them, le- the Legends of Tomorrow or whatever they are. You didn't have to show us that, the Justice League of America or whatever it is. Why, why couldn't why? You, why couldn't you just I agree with you. Show us Black Adam. Like uh, it's, yeah, let it's us fall in love with the character. Desperation. The whole and trailer the- screams desperation. It's The Rock going, I put 10 years of my life into this. I put so much of my own money into this. It needs to do well. Just show him everything. And by doing that, I'm kind of like, none of it looks that great. Just, yeah, and I, like, I'm telling you, man, this is what they do, right? So the MCU, they gave us standalones, and then we got a meetup. Right. We don't get that with with DC. Everything is vacuumed into one. Right. When they put out Justice League, I said, "What the shit is this, bro? Right. I, you, I, can I get a movie about Aquaman first? Can I get a movie about Wonder Woman first? Can I get a wonder a, a movie about Cyborg? First of all, he's like one of the most important pieces, and he's like a secondary character. Secondary, yeah. But can it, it, you know? But I, I mean, 
and, and does DC pick worse characters? The Flash is not has is arrested every other week. Can I can I just get can I get something that makes sense to me here instead of giving me an altogether movie and then dissecting it? I like I don't you know after we get this movie and we realize it's butt cheeks right. and you want me to watch the standalones right? What I, I don't f- get it. I don't get it. I've been saying it for for I feel like I've been saying it for years now. DC, someone at DC, at Warner Brothers, whoever it is, needs to say, "All right, look, everything that's being worked on right now. Let me get let me get all that. Let me get all that. Shred it. Throw it in the trash. Say, okay, you, you know the comics, you know the movies, whatever. Come over here. You're now in charge. We're starting from scratch. This is the plan. And pick five characters. We'll introduce each one of those, and then we'll give you a Justice League or a Suicide Squad or whatever. Whatever. I mean. The, the the long-term plan is not there. They're clearly just rushing, rushing, rushing. And I just, you know, oh, I don't get it. it. Buttersworth what? just said uh, what he needs from the DC is a live-action Dark Knight's Return. Dark Knight Returns. And Buttersworth, and he said directed by Robert Rodriguez, written by Frank Miller. I get that, Buttersworth, but here's my problem. We're still talking about Batman. There is still. hundreds and of only, characters. And He's the only, only one that does well. It, can we get someone else? Not Superman. Like I, I agree with you, John. Aquaman, his standalone movie was entertaining. Captain, uh, not Captain Marvel. Um, uh, Wonder Woman standalone first one anyway was entertaining. That's it. We still we still don't have the Flash movie after however many years they announced it. And I'm, as far as I know, they finished filming it. And arguably, I'm only excited to even see it because Michael Keaton comes back as Batman. And by like, the way, another another. Why does DC have to convince us to see a movie by telling us all the things that could make us want to love it? Right. Why do I need to know Michael Keaton's going to be in the movie? That's a good Because point. you need to give you and me a reason to go to the movies. Bro, I can tell you, I didn't need a, I didn't need a reason to go see any Christopher Nolan right. Uh, right. vehicles. Right. They didn't, they, I didn't, they didn't need, give us any hints. I nothing. And, and I, I tell you, uh, it's it's that was the one thing about this new Batman, the 48th Batman, right? Yeah. Um, that was this new thing. I said, you know what? If DC has an opportunity to start over, we got a young Batman, right? We got a brand new storyline. They they it wasn't revolving Joker, right? I mean, yeah, it wasn't revolving Joker. We got the Riddler and Penguin, okay, right. How can we? How can we take this and just get to point B, not Z? Right. Point B. Right. Who's next in line? Who is next that we can see a cameo of in a little bit? And you know, do we get, um, you know, what's his name, uh, Lex? Uh, right. You know, you know, do we get Lex Luthor in? And like a, a cameo of him doing something. How much more and now exciting would that have been? But that's oh. what, it's it's the thing of it is 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 they don't know how to start at a beginning, right? And say, right. hey, you know what? Trust me, people are gonna fall in love with these baby steps. I, I mean, they don't have the patience. They don't have the patience for it. They just no, want to get to the end. There, but the reason is is because for fourteen years they watched. The MCU raking trillions yeah. of dollars, yeah. and they're sitting back and saying, "There's a there's a war since the beginning of time, 
MCU versus the DCEU, right? Right. And who's got more power to them? Who's bigger? And they sat around for 14 years and said, man, the big brother just raked in the dough. How can we get a little piece of the pie instead of sitting back and saying, you know what? We're going to let them have their moment. It's too stupid to compete. They hit the nail on the head. Right. No problem. Let's write something, even if it takes 14 years. Let's write it all out. Let's not tell right. a soul. And now, now that Marvel is like sort of, you know, rocky. Right. Now we say, hey, hey, boys, great run, 14 years. That was cool. We'll catch you in another 14. Now it's our turn. Right. You know, but no. We don't get that. No, instead, get, instead we get random uh, set photos of of uh, Blue Beetle that I want to be excited for. I like the character from the comics, but I have zero idea if it ties into anything. What's the whole point? Is it a is it a teen movie? Is it an action movie? Does it have to do with Black Adam? The Rock's talking about his own shared universe in the Black Adam world. Like everyone's just doing their own thing, and it's it's just fucking annoying. And, and by the way, we can we can name thirty MCU characters. Actually, probably 50, okay? I want you to name me after the ones we named. I want you to give me another six. For DC? I could yeah. do it. Swamp, Thank you. Swamp Thing. Oh, uh, Swamp Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. By, by the way, a definite panty dropper. Next. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, let's see. Oh, well, how about, uh, well, Green Lantern. Unless, well, we won't oh. count him. He's a, he's a major character, right? Let's, let's, let's not count him. Even though he's terrible in the movies. Let's, let's I'll even this. I'll even give them to you. Go ahead. All right. So uh, let's see. DC. I don't even know. I'm trying to think of the Injustice video game. That's how bad it is. Starfire. Is that even a character? Who? I don't think so. Who? Starfire. Did you put Star? Did you put Star Fox and? No. Uh, isn't she the? Uh, isn't she? Um, she's the, the no girl one. that the cosmic uh, entity or whatever. I was completely fabricated. Next. All right. I made it up then. I, I'm, I tap out. Tap. I'm out. I have no. I can't think of anything else. Sp- uh, Superman. I'll throw him back uh, yeah. out there. How about no. uh, how about uh, um, Supergirl? Does that count? She's getting her own movie too. I don't know if you know that Batgirl. They're getting their own movies. Everyone revolves around the Bat family. Yeah. Like, By the way, all you you know you know the scene you know the scene in Billy Madison where he, where they're they're sitting around on the curb and he put he lights the poop on fire yeah. and he said he called the shit poop. Yeah. That's where we are here with DC, bro. Yeah. That's where we are. Hundred uh, percent. We're all. We're all on the curb, and we're laughing. <laughs> we're, we're 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 laughing at this because there's shit on their front doorstep. They're calling it poop. It's on fire. They have no idea what's going on. And you know what? You have somebody from the wing yelling, "Don't stop it out with your boots, Ted!" <laughs> and that's just what we have here, bro. It's a it's a bag full of shit. They call poop, and we don't know what else to do with it. It's it's dude. It's and we keep going to not, the theater to stomp on it. I don't know. Like, I don't no, know why people but, are doing this. But it's you know what it is at this point. Once again, let's call a spade a spade. It's a guy's night, right? right? We go there. We know already. We're hyping each other up. We're yeah. like, bro. But like subconsciously, we're in the car. We hang up with each other. And we say the same thing. This movie's going to suck. Yeah. But we're driving there already. We're committed. We're pot committed. Tickets are $45 now. We're yeah. committed, okay? So we show up in the parking lot, and we see each other. It's a hug, and we're like, man, this movie's going to be good. And the only thing that's going to be good is the popcorn we ate. 
but we know that. <laughs> so we sit in the movie and we're like, man, this is a car wreck. <laughs> but I mean, it's uh, bro. I don't know what else to say. We enjoy it too much to not watch it. We enjoy it too much to not see it. People think, especially for me, like I play the asshole role pretty well. Okay. If the shoe fits, you wear it. And like I said, I have anxiety even agreeing with you, but I am. If I, people think I go to a movie to be a jerk. Right. No, dude. I, I want, I want to be, I want to leave a fan, bro. That's what I'm a fan. That's what I am. I'm not, I like, I don't wake up a jerk and watch something to be a jerk. I want to be a fan and I wake up a jerk because I'm not a fan anymore. Right. They don't get it. Right. You're so, killing, they're killing it. They're killing, they're killing love. And by the way, the, you see, I'm being tough on, on MCU. I'm a bro. I'm a super MCU nerd. Like I never was a comic guy. I kill, I kill Wade for it. Cause I'm like, bro, no one cares about the comics yeah. enough already. Right. But like truth is I'll dive into the backstory. I'll try and right. get that, that, that hyperbolic, uh, overview of it so 100%. I can learn, educate. Well, to your and point, be on here. To your point, the boys is a perfect example. You gave us a property that I didn't, I never heard of them before the show came out. The show has been firing all cylinders. It's been consistently good. Starfire is somebody from Teen Titans, by the way. Buttersworth just confirmed for me. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, Teen Titans is such a stretch, bro. Well, but uh, but so the, I like the boys so much because of how good it is and how interesting and different it is and how well thought out it is. That I over the weekend was downloading the the boys comic books and I want to read and learn about the comics and the backstory and all that kind of shit. You know, DC. Every time I watch it, like Black Adam's gonna come out and everybody Black Adam comic book. I can already tell you. I saw the trailer. I'm like, eh. I'll, I'll just I'll just whatever the Rock gives me. I'll just watch that. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna even bother. Yeah, I, I, and and at this point, listen, dude. It, it's I'm not gonna throw shade on any Rock vehicles. I think he's done very well for himself. I 100%. think he's. I think, you know, coming from um, the football movie that he did. What was the football movie? Uh, was that Game Change? Oh, wait, no, uh, Gridiron Gang? No, no, something Yard. Uh, not Gridiron Gang. The one where where he was the quarterback, uh, Joe Kingman, and his daughter. He didn't know he had a daughter. Oh, uh, oh. Um, oh, I forgot. That's a deep cut. I forgot about that one. That was one of his first kids' movies. Yeah, I you know he can't he can't. Tooth, you know, no, no, Tooth Fairy was when he was a hockey player. Nah, but like I said, he's come a long way from about. these from these super B level movies. I thought Gridiron Gangs was like right down his alley. Right, uh, right. You know, tough, brute, whatever. Blah blah blah. The Fast and the Furious Hobbs love him. I think he does great there. Um, you know, he has a lot of great vehicles for sure, and I, and even Skyscraper, I thought it was very. I right. thought it was a good movie. Right. Didn't get a lot of love, but I thought it was good. I I'm like okay. And, and that's it. Like, DC's like, hey, guys, we're all sitting around, right? We're all board members. Me, you, we're sitting around. And we're saying, well, the vacuum didn't work. The individual movies don't work. The people we select suck big donkey balls. Let's call up The Rock. Right? <laughs> he always does well. Let's give him a shot. Yeah. yeah. Well. The Rock's got to hit home, right? And and you know what? If I'm The Rock, I would have said, boys, I'll tell you this. I'm not touching DC, EU. 
with somebody else's penis, okay? <laughs> you need to prove to me you can put a good movie out without destroying it. And like Wonder Woman, great movie. Wonder Woman 2, Garbage. literally, it pains me to my heart that such a gorgeous creature in, Cal- in Gal Gadot was even a part of that. Um, it was... No, no, from the 10th minute on, I I started to pray to God. I did. I said, God, please, can I fall asleep? Okay. Which I never do during movies. Can we make sure the movie's like a 28-minute movie? Um, or can somehow this mess up to the point where HBO Max won't show me the middle of the movie and I have to go to the end? Uh, no, none of the above happened. I sat through the movie and at the end, I was debating cutting my wrist. I didn't know what I'm getting here, bro. I, I you know, so now the, the rock comes in. Okay, great. You know, I'm going to sit down. My wife is obsessed. She loves the rock. It's her hall pass. He shows up. There's nothing I can do about it. I'm going to have to hand my wife off. Right. No problem. Okay. Yeah. So we're going to want to watch this movie. And if the movie ends up being dog crap, I'm going to say, well, the rocks are nothing now. Also, this can right. make or break his career. Well, could you imagine if he bombs in this? I, no, no I, seriously. Hey, listen, he's due for one. He's due for a bad movie. Wow. And, That's a great. Call. You know, like this is D, you got DCEU and The Rock has been on a high road for a while now. You know, we're we're gonna end it at that. All right, you heard it here first. The Rock could end his career with Black Adam. DCEU could end the career of The Rock. We're, we're, we're I'm putting it out there in the universe right now. This will be on YouTube. You can't erase it. If we're right, we're right, and The Rock owes us millions of dollars. That's uh, Mil- that's, that's the deal. And millions, <laughs> yeah, millions yeah. and millions of dollars because you fucking blew up. But uh, well, all right, buddy. Thank you, Captain. Thank you, uh, Buttersworth. Yeah. Uh, I would have liked to see Jason stay them as as Deathstroke. That would actually isn't wouldn't be a bad choice. But uh, you know, instead they're gonna announce him as Deathstroke. They're gonna show us one cool image of him as Deathstroke. Then they're gonna say, you know what? We're not gonna we're not gonna do it. We're gonna we're not gonna release it. So, now they're just gonna put him in a movie with twelve other people and put him in the background. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna every single one of them is gonna be named Deathstroke, and we're just not gonna have any idea what the fuck's going on. I love so. that. Well, Kit, listen, catch me outside. How about that? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Great. Listen, thank you, thanks, uh, thank you for for waiting for me. Sorry, yeah, no uh, problem, no problem. Took so long. I got home. I did not expect my munchkin to be up, and of course, when I walk in the door. Oh, daddy, you want to build? Now she wants to play Legos at 8.30 at night. Um, you know, my wife did me a solid and kept kept my, my daughter up. I so know how that goes. I, I, dad, you know, I got to sit right down and I got to do my thing, you know. So I got to gotta plug in. Um, I appreciate it. And listen, um, you know, I got to get on more for sure. Uh, God willing not to agree with you makes me yeah. sick. Hopefully we'll uh, be arguing the next few weeks. Yeah, no, this is, it's, it's atrocious. Uh, I got to end the night off by saying something like, fuck you or so. I don't know, dude. I, you know, it just doesn't feel right. Lego, it just doesn't feel right. Step on a Lego, dude. Hurt yourself. I don't know. I, I mean, I can't, uh, you know, but. We're, we were vibing today, so it's, it's a little hard to uh, end it like that. The force was strong. So the force was strong. If you haven't already, when you watch this on uh, YouTube, like and subscribe. Uh, make sure you kind of smash the like button so we can do more of this stuff. Keep an eye out for the captain, for myself, Zuplex, Scythe, and One Shot, all on uh, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, all the all the socials. You can Metaverse. find us at Snyderverse. You can find us at GGE Network. We'll probably appear in the Snyderverse at some point um, on all the socials. 
And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week, Theater Room, at uh, Tuesday at 8.30 p.m. And we'll talk to you later, man. Awesome. Later. Awesome. I kept looking, I wanted to, I want.